All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. You are listening to the wonderful She Works podcast. I am your host, Shanita, and you can find me at Nita Works on Twitter. Hi, this is Akima, and you can find me at Princess Akima on all social media platforms. And this is Danita. You can find me on Twitter, Danita Platt. And you can also check out our other podcast on divemedia.co. That is .co, guys, not .com. All right, so... Happy New Year's, ladies. Yes, happy, happy New Year's. We are well New into 2020. 2020. 2020. Let's 20, do it. <laughs> 2020. <laughs> well, you guys know we um, are real women discussing real issues, and everyone has a seat at this table. So just wanted to talk a little bit about, you know, I know it sounds cliche, but. You know, talking about the new year, new goals, new visions, new me, new me, (laughs) Um, new year's resolutions, just kind of, you know, wanted to sit and talk a little bit about what are the things that you guys are looking forward to this year? Do you actually make formal goals for yourself? Do you make them for your business? Do you make them for your children? You know, so I'm seeing a lot of posts about all of these goals And I've never really been one to formally write my goals out because I just kind of, I guess I'm relying so much, you know, on the noggin, but as I'm watching different people and different entities and different business groups that I'm in, I'm just kind of like, well, we just kind of sat around on new year's and, you know, (laughs) had little Martinelli's with the kids, you know, um, but, but that was my turn up. You know, you turn up is different when you have a family. Uh, well it should be. (laughs) So, but I wonder if people who make these formal declarations and these formal goals, are they actually measuring and using something to evaluate those, you know, throughout the year? I mean, I know as a former social worker, you know, we would do treatment plans and we'd Mm -hmm. write out goals. They were specific. They were measurable. They were attainable. They were time specific. So I'm wondering if people are actually looking at goals like that. What do you guys think? Um, Yeah. I I mean, I hope that anyone that is um, writing out goals, or wanting to achieve goals in any kind of new year that they do write them out similar to how you did with your treatment plans. Um, I do that with clients, you know, we write them out, we revisit them at new appointments. We talk about, you know, how things have changed from one visit to the next. And so I think we have an opportunity with the new year to say, Hey, this is what I wanted to do from last year to this year. So I absolutely am a supporter of new year's resolutions and goals, whatever word you want to use. I don't really care, but I'm a big um, supporter of it. So yeah, but you got to write them down. I, I think I understand that whole like off the top of the year and that excitement and like, yeah, I'm gonna do something. But if you don't write it down, I actually don't know how someone could actually keep, how you going to remember what you, from one day to the it's too much going on to try to remember. You just so. take your ginkgo coloba. <laughs> well, then I need a double dose of my green tea. So, yeah. I, I, so let me just say, that I feel like the new year for 2020 was the new year like vibe was on steroids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, is this mm-hmm. like, it, it felt to me, because I said to my husband, I'm like, did we do all this for 2010? It's a new decade. Like everyone was losing their mind. Like we're doing this huge thing. And I'm like. I remember it being the hype when it turned from 99 to 2000. Exactly. And it felt like, it felt like nine, 2009, 2010 was like, Okay. But that has to do with our generation because a lot of us, well, some of you all, not me. Because we are women of a certain age. Women of a certain age. (laughs) You know, they said 40 is the new 21. So I think for a lot of people, they're coming into their own. Like this is going to be an amazing decade for a lot of people. Okay. So it has more to do with my audience, Mm -hmm. more to do with the algorithm 
on my social media, which is why 2020 felt so much bigger than 2010 going into 2010. Okay. I'll accept that. That's fine. No worries. Um, (laughs) yeah, it just felt like it felt like it was just on steroids. And yeah, my family, we sat around, like I had to wake the kids up. (laughs) Come on guys, come party with mom. I was so tired. I didn't think I was going to make it. Yeah. My husband was like in his phone and I was like working on something. I'm like, hold on. It's 1157. That's exactly what we did. We were all separate throughout the day, just chilling, you know, one of them rare days we don't have anything to do exactly and then we came together like 11 55 no, with yeah. the glasses and the no, absolutely. like yeah happy new year's guys yeah all I right go to my, bed yep i texted my husband on the way home from work i was like could you just grab some sparkling cider so we can kind of commemorate a moment <laughs> like i want to give the kids some kind of memory that yeah. sounds awesome i slept i was asleep i was <laughs> sleeping in the i was resting that's how i wanted to come into this next decade right. resting <laughs> yeah i feel like so i was very anti the 2020 post about new year new me i was very anti that <laughs> i didn't want to see nobody's this is gonna be it this is my moment i didn't want to hear it i didn't want to see it no thank you um that was my own personal like pettiness <laughs> it was not it's all right, petty LaBelle. All it right. was petty labelle because uh, i just didn't want to hear it um because then i don't want to see your post in august about how life's not going well um <laughs> But that is my own stuff because it is keeping up with the goal. Like you set your goals. And for me, it was like, I don't want to get so amped up. And then it's like a big fall from, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. When things are not going very well. Because for me, I'm thinking more like March when I need to troubleshoot why I haven't kept up with what I said I was going to do. So that for me is like that moment, like right at the end of the first quarter. Where I'm trying to like reassess and say, okay, so what am I doing? But yeah, we we set tremendous goals in the Platt household. It's an entire thing. So when do you do that? Because I'm 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 I saw some people. It wasn't New Year's Day. It was like in October, you know, yeah. and they, they looking at the end of the fourth quarter. Yep. And I keep hearing that language, and I remember that from you know working in corporate world and doing reports in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, okay, so. Are people really like sitting down in their personal lives or even maybe in their professional businesses as entrepreneurs at home thinking about the goals for next year in October? Yes, absolutely. Wow, that's that's good. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things I know for me with business is that it has helped me to be better with my personal like a lot of my like New Year's goals. They did. They started in 2019 um, and they've just carried into 2020 so it causes you to look at things differently you didn't want to say 2020 you had to say 2020 2020 um oh lord <laughs> that's all right we i would i done thrown her off key my bad my bad my bad so this why you gotta write stuff down because if you don't otherwise people are going to distract you in 2020 <laughs> so you got to stay focused if you write things down but no yeah my, my goal started but again that is mirroring things that i'm doing in other aspects of my life and it just kind of spills into these other parts because it's like if you have one avenue that's so strong and thriving and another that isn't and you have to reflect and say hey well what's working over here that i can then bring and it's working over here and I had a really good third and fourth quarter in the business that I run and I was like you can you can actually tighten up some stuff in your personal life girl and I have so and congratulations we'll yeah. go you it's just it's Seriously. just something I mean I'm I'm very new I mean you guys are the veterans but I'm very new in this whole entrepreneurial world and I remember having conversations with Akima and some other women in business probably about three years ago I remember those that was awesome. I remember that conversation she used to get together some kind of just 
women in business just troubleshooting things with each other. It's awesome. It's really good. And so I remember just kind of sitting there like, I don't have no business. (laughs) You know, now she got like seven of them. Just busy. I mean, I've always been the obedient worker student you know the student so studious but i never had visions to do things on my own or apart i was always just like the greatest employee ever Mm -hmm. like anybody any job that i had it was like you wanted me on your team i was gonna come in clean that up clean the reports up get your workers together make sure everybody's being ethical and compliant and so i she invited me to this meeting and i just kind of remember sitting there like Y'all got all this going on. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't have no business. I mean, you know, I teach Chinese kids and I homeschool, but you know, like that's not mine. Right. Well, the kids are mine. Y'all know what I'm saying. But now here it is, you know, two or three years later with a few other business ventures, you know, that I'm pursuing. It's, it's a complete shift. And it wasn't until, you know, one of those um, homeschool positions that I was a leader of that I was able to set down mm-hmm. and um, step away from that actually gave me the time and attention to focus on. And again, that's birthing She Works and, you know, doing some other things hey. with my Young Living Essential Oil Absolutely. business. And I, there would not have been enough time. And so I have started to write down some goals personally, but it wasn't centered around, you know, as Danita was mentioning, the new year, new hype. It was just things that I wanted to accomplish. So, but because of my training as a social worker, everything is done by goals that has a target date. So as I'm seeing people like, I don't know, now maybe just catching it. I'm just kind of like, but isn't that what you're supposed to do? Don't you just do what you're supposed to do? And so I I feel like people just use it as a starting point. And I think that that's okay. Like I really... Listen, y'all, all y'all out here giving people a hard time about this New Year stuff, like, be easy on them, y'all. Be easy. Because it's expectations and a whole bunch of other things. Like, if someone uses January 1st as their starting point to to do something better for themselves, then, like, do that thing. I, I know for me, several years ago, I was able to use a January 1st to, like, really check some things in my health that were really just out of place and illness that used to be present. And so... If someone else who's listening to this, you're thinking, man, January 1st is this cliche. Am I going to be able to keep up with it? If you're able to, you know, write things down, get consistent with things. And I think the other piece that helps with this is also having supports. And so how do you keep with things like, yeah, we write them down, but identifying and securing supports, I think is also um, something that people lose in this. So then that hype wears off that Danita mentioned. There is a hype. And when it kind of, (laughs) yeah, when it filters off as with anything, it's like, well, what's, what remains, I think what helps you to be able to like, for it to be substantial is that you've set yourself up for success. I completely agree, Kim. And I, I, I think that there's nothing wrong with the hype at the beginning. If you are ready to mitigate it slowing down mm-hmm. and then making the adjustments when it does. I think that's just really important. Yeah. And then, so the reason why we don't really sit down at the beginning of the year and set our goals is because some five years ago, we set our one-year goal, five-year goal, 10-year goal, Y'all got a whole master goal. plan over there we in the really plan house. We really do. <laughs> it's an, that's what I'm saying. It's an entire thing. So we don't have to sit down and say, what are we doing? We don't approach each year gotcha. like, okay, so this year we're going to go to the moon. no. <laughs> No, no, we're not I going believe to that y'all probably could, though, at y'all house if you try. <laughs> and we're bringing them fabulous cupcakes with us. <laughs> so, and in doing that, 
Um, obviously, the further out the goals got, the more sort of general they were mm-hmm. to some degree, but in other ways, very specific, because it's like, if we've accomplished this in five years, then in eight years, we should be able to step to this next thing. But what I found that that did was it allowed me to not have to sit down and start from scratch every year, every year. And then I started doing a word of the year. So every year I have a word that is sort of my, my touchstone to remind myself, this is what you're doing this year, because I am the kind of person who can get lost. I will not see the forest for the trees. I'll be so far up on a tree that I don't know why I'm here, what I'm doing. Seriously. Every day I face this challenge every day. So I'm also the person who has an entire, I use, I use the, the Trello app or Trello, T-R-E-L-L-O. Um, we are not sponsored by them, but we are open However. to that sponsorship. <laughs> However, it's an excellent app. Yes. Um, to make a list so I know what I'm doing throughout the day. And I know that that's tagging back to my word of the year. And the way I view it is like the word is sort of the subject matter of my book. Mm-hmm. And then each month is a chapter in that book. And each okay. day is sort of a page in that chapter. Okay. Listen, so, y'all need to write down what she said. So the word is the title. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. I mean, that is so strategic. And I think that is the piece. Like, ding, 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 ding. Like, we have to have a plan. And that's yep. what I heard that you just said. Yep. And so if you have the bright idea, you bring the, like, meat on the bones exactly. with the plan. So. Yep. And the word brings me back to what I'm supposed to be doing. So, if I, you know, if stuff is taking me every which way. My word for this year is responsibility. That sounds very... I was going to ask you to share if you didn't. <laughs> Thank you. Um, y'all sounds... wanted to know too, no, no, no. so I, I had y'all back. My word last year was generous. No, my, my word my year before that was generous. Last year was peace and joy, and this year's responsibility. And not responsibility like, you need to, you need to be more responsible. But but this idea that um, that what God did... I know I'm going to take it right to the Bible. Praise Getting the Lord. biblically... This is who I am. I just have, you just yes, have to accept it. Is gonna, come on, girl. <laughs> learn us. So it's taking it back to Genesis where there was chaos and there was nonsense for whatever reason, right? So in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then something between that word and, and the earth was formless and void. Something happened right in that space. And what God did was he created something that was great. Then something happened that brought chaos God didn't do that, right. but he took responsibility for that chaos and brought it back into order. And I found that just really spoke to me. Like I come across things all the time that messes I did not make messes. I was not involved in. I find myself on phone calls and I'm like, this is not my mess. I find people calling me. This is not my mess. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But what would God do? God would bring order to the mess. He would take responsibility and innovate it and change it and just offer what he can to bring it into order. So that's why my word for the year is responsibility. You've had a lot of issues like um, what Danita was mentioning about things not being, particularly in, in the workplace. Oh, God. Before you started, <laughs> before you started Princess Akima Holistic Care. They don't currently sponsor us, but they can sponsor us at any time. But you've had a lot of similar experiences where in those workplace scenarios where it's like, this is not my mess, but I know I've been brought here to clean this up. Mm -hmm. And it's typically after I've cleaned up the mess that I get bored. And so it's funny because Mm. you think that you get into a situation. It's like, why is it so chaotic? And then it's like, 
you know why you're here. Like you think you're coming just for a paycheck or just for some sort of um, notch in your resume whole time you've been sent into an environment and then you get there and you clean it up. And I do, I get bored after I clean up a mess. And so what I have learned is to be thankful um, for the messes and the chaos that I've been sent into because it speaks to a part of me that actually loves to help to bring you know, peace and organization to organizations within us. So, yeah, so if your organization needs, <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you guys think about? Um, I know the, when I had Googled, what was the top new year's resolution? What do you guys think it is? Weight loss, weight loss, say weight loss. healthy living. Right. So what do you guys think about couples goals and weight loss? Like, do you think you need to do it together? Do you think, do you think, you know, the one flesh principle, right? We have mm-hmm. one flesh. So yep, if yep. I'm getting up at 6 a.m., he need to get up at 6 a.m. Or if Lord. he's working at 11 p.m., I need to get down there and work at 11 p.m. My what do God you today. <laughs> what do you think about that? Too much togetherness. Too much togetherness, says Danita. <laughs> so I know we've tried. I know my husband and I, we've, we've, we've tried the early mornings because I'm not a night owl. And mm-hmm. so I am exhausted at the end I mean, the level of exhaustion <laughs> from the too much togetherness has, it leaves me just like almost immobile mm-hmm. at the end of the night. So to work out at like seven or eight o'clock is like pulling teeth for mm-hmm. me. And where my husband is not a early riser, he is not a bright and shining time. Okay. And so I would sacrifice to get up at 6 a.m. and 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. But that's, that doesn't work for him. And so what do we do? Do we not work out? Because we want to do this together, or do we need to find our own ways to get it done, get her done? Uh, I'll jump in on this one. Uh, get her done. I, <laughs> and it's funny because you know I've been married almost twelve years, so I don't want to be like, oh, she. I'm just out here doing stuff without my husband. But I am a believer that you know some goals are going to intersect and some goals are going to run parallel. I think a lot of times when you have certain goals like they will still be beneficial to your partner even in the weight loss and getting snatched and whatever it is you're working on your partner is going to benefit from that directly so no I'm not I'm not big I'm husband I don't work out a lot although we just did a hike today so you know we find activities like that where it's fun and it makes sense for everyone's schedule you know if it's like a weekend day but we're running businesses he's still out working his nine to five and like it's too much and I think that that will add in another stressor and then it becomes counterproductive to the plan that we have just now laid out to say, hey, I'm going to accomplish this, but I'm going to stick this hurdle in because all these other elements don't make it work. So then it'll give you really an excuse to not get something done. So no, you, you do your thing. And I think that as you have partners, like support your partner, even if they are accomplishing something apart from you, because it's not creating division in your relationship. It's just allowing that person to accomplish that goal without hindrance and so no i'm not a big believer that we have to now some people need their partner Mm -hmm. now that's different so now let me flip that because i wanted to just add that on if it is your partner needing that motivation and they've solicited that to you because we've clearly communicated our needs that's from another she works podcast (laughs) you can listen go Um, check it out expectations (laughs) expectations now that's that thing that's a different situation you know and you may still not get that from your partner just because you told them you've needed it but if they've asked and you're willing and then that works for you all great but don't let that we have to do this together be a hindrance of you accomplishing your goals absolutely not yeah i i completely agree I, i i we do look for agreement 
Demario and I will talk about it. He'll say, this is what I'm working on. This is what I'm thinking about. Okay, great. If I feel like I can help or I'll say, do you need support in that? How can I support you? Oh, I don't need anything. Okay. If that changes, <laughs> let me know. Because you have asked for clear expectations. Because I've asked for clear expectations. There we go. <laughs> exactly. Um, the other part of it, I, I might just, if I'm having a real rough week, I might um, text him. So I set up the three things I want to get accomplished during the day. I might text him in the morning and say, check in with me about this. As some, if you remember, mm-hmm. I don't say you must. And if you, if you don't, that's why I didn't get it done. Cause you didn't call me. You know you what I mean? You don't love me. Right. But <laughs> if you remember, check in with me and see how I'm doing on the three things I'm trying to accomplish today. And I'll share those three things because I, can, I need accountability. Mm-hmm. And my husband is very good. <laughs> very good at holding people accountable so that's shout helpful shout out shout out <laughs> right so that's helpful but no we don't you know we tried like getting up and going to the gym together and then I got vexed because I wanted him to work out with me on that side of the gym and I'm like if you in here and you over there doing that <laughs> you ain't really with me <laughs> right exactly I may as well be here by myself so yeah we had to let that go yeah no I I, I totally agree and I think you know my husband and I have found a Good workaround. You know, he actually takes a, the full responsibility to work out with the kids. Nice. Because um, we are together, me and the kids, too much. Yeah. So I couldn't I couldn't be the gym teacher as well. So I really appreciate the fact that he does that. And for me, because I'm so vibrant in the morning, I typically get up before everybody in my house. Um, my neighbor and I decided to just kind of take, you know, that on together and say, you know what? Bring your hand weights, bring your ankle weights. Um, you know, I got some kettlebells, we got these. And so, um, you know, we, and we, we've had ebbs and flows with it, but it was something consistent that we could do that worked for me. And it was like, okay, but you're right. It it didn't include my husband, didn't include my kids, but it's still supporting our overarching goal, which is to be healthy. You know, we don't have a a target weight in mind or a target snatch size in mind is no, we want to be healthy. We don't want to be taking medication. You know, we want to make sure we're around for our kids. So Mm -hmm. I think, you know, setting goals are important. I just was, you know, not really caught up in the hype of making them these new year resolutions. If I decide March the 15th, that this is a new goal I want to work on because it's something the Lord has dropped in my spirit and I want to focus on it and achieve it, then guess what? This is what I'm going to do. Right. And so, you know, if you have a infant who is drinking from a bottle, right, each year you expect goals and growth, right? You expect by 18 months, we should be in a sippy cup. Yeah. Right. As long as there's no medical issues by two and a half, we should be saying these many words. So I think it's natural and progressive for us to expect goals from each other, our spouses, our children. But I just was not one that would make it so formal. Mm -hmm. And so, but now I'm seeing that that's like the new thing is, you know, you make it formal so that you can be accountable, whether it's writing it down or texting it from an app, that's irrelevant. It's, you know, just being accountable so that somebody else knows and can say, Hey, I know you said you were working on this this year. How was that going? Yeah. Right? How is this going? But I've if you... been using my social media to do that. I'm in grad school. So if you follow me, especially on Facebook, on my personal page, I've been posting a lot of stuff because it's a really hard semester ahead of me. So y'all going to learn. A... Y'all learning with me. If you want to <laughs> learn about anatomy, physiology. You're going to learn today. You're going to learn 
today. And mm-hmm. I have been using that platform. And I think it's a positive way to use it considering all the negativity that's out there. So there's different avenues and elements that are right in front of us. And you're like, well, how do I do this? There's so many things that you can do. Apps, you write things down, post things up. People post things on post-it notes and they stick them on mirrors, you know, um, reminders on calendars. Like there's so many like beautiful things that can be done. Yeah. We're, we're doing something new also this year to that end. Akima is, um, we are reflecting more this year, which I have found in setting my goals and looking at the things that I want to accomplish that reflecting has been like amazing. Just this past since January, we've been, we've been doing this reflection activity in the evening where we're looking at our personal values. So the kids and I sat down and we figured out what their personal values are and their personal priorities, because you know how it is. Mm-hmm. Your priorities are this, the day is that, and you look up and you haven't even touched on <laughs> the stuff that was important to you. Right. Your values have been completely overlooked and you're like all day, all day. Mm-hmm. You were busy all day. You were busy, but these other things weren't done. So we've been um, taking the time to say, did I, did I really um, touch in with my values and my priorities today? What did I actually do today? And um, Dr. John Maxwell has this exercise. What do you know? What do you feel? What do you know? What do you think? So what you feel is sort of that intuitive moment at the end of the day. I feel like today was so productive. I feel great. It was, it was a good day. It wasn't stressful. It was phenomenal. I got a lot done. That's what you feel about today. Mm-hmm. But what are the facts? So then you look at like, this is what I actually did today. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I should feel that tired. Then. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so then what you know is, is making up the difference between what you feel and I'm sorry, what you think is a difference between what you feel and what you know. So I feel like I got a lot done today, but what I know is that I had a whole four hours where I literally farted around <laughs> and watched Netflix <laughs> and watched Netflix. Now, it's your to determine whether or not you needed that break or if you were avoiding some work. Right. Right. So then your what I think is, I think that tomorrow I will not allow myself that four hour break unless I actually need it. And I'm going to make Netflix my my treat after accomplishing this thing I've been avoiding. Right. That's what that's my perspective. I know like when we come in the house, my husband like needs a moment to just chill. And even though we know we have a lot to do, right? I don't get that. I don't understand it because I'm the person is I'm a bulldoze through mm-hmm. all these things on my list. I can be tired, sick, sleepy. It wouldn't matter. Now I know that's not the healthiest, mm-hmm. but it's like psychologically, I can't enjoy four hours of Netflix and chill knowing I got mm-hmm. a, three homeschool portfolios that are due <laughs> Right. You know, on Friday. Yeah. So my body won't even allow me to just mm-hmm. chill and relax. Yeah. When so. I have, when I know that I have important things that are due. I don't mean like, oh, you need to wash the dishes yeah. or I'm not talking about that kind right. of stuff. You have to, that's what you got children for. Right. <laughs> right. Child labor laws yeah. in the U.S. Right. But I'm talking about, you know, deliverables, you know, like yeah. things with deadlines. My body just does not, mm-hmm. my brain cannot comprehend why are you sitting down uh-huh. when you have to do all this work? So I want to ask you a question. When you have accomplished everything on your deliverables, are you able to relax then? Absolutely. Completely. Absolutely. Okay. I'm I'm I that's the only time that I can fully like kick back and just binge out on TV or 
whatever. Just okay. go out with a, with a girlfriend or that is the only time that I can really, when I don't, because other than that, I'm always, uh-huh. okay, I still, I need to get back because I need to get this done. I need oh, yeah, to get yeah, back because yeah. I need to get this yeah. done. So for me, I found, and I, and I figured this out, I'm going to say maybe October of last year, right around then, that I will still, if I don't, if I don't pay attention to what I've done, I will maintain this anxiety this just feeling inside of me that and not I feeling haven't accomplished exactly that I haven't mm-hmm. done. I still need to do what about, uh, and I don't even know what the uh is. I have no idea what goes in that blank. It's constant work mode. It's just constant work mode. And so I realized that when I sit down and really look at, write down what I've done and really look at it, I can then say, Woo. you don't have to feel guilty about <laughs> sitting on this couch. You're fine, Danita. Mm-hmm. Cause you did all the other stuff, right. but very much like, your husband, my husband can need oh, this morning, this morning. Hi, honey. This morning, <laughs> the dog needed to go out and he had been in the kennel all night and he had to use the bathroom. I am literally crawling up the walls with anxiety <laughs> about this dog getting outside. My husband is honey. He's fine. He's he laying his coffee. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get to it. I'm going to get to him. Take my time. And all I can think is throw your shoes on and get this dog outside before you use the bathroom in this kennel. I'm like losing my mind. You know what I mean? He's perfectly content. He's like, I'll get to it when I get to it. I'll get to it. And I'm like, I want to get it over with. Right. Yep. I don't want to get to it. I want to oh, get past somebody it. somebody who understands my brain. Yes. <laughs> I want it to be over. I don't want it. Oh, why don't you why just take a break? I don't right. want to take a break. I want to finish it because I want it out of my hair. So may, I don't know. Maybe that's a, I don't know. But what are your thoughts? I'm just, I'm, I'm chuckling. Because <laughs> um, I'm trying to wonder, is that's like a man thing? That whole kind of like, they'll be good. I'll get to it when I get to it. Because there's a party, like, do you care? Like, <laughs> like <laughs> do you care if the dog is sitting in feces and urine? Right. I'm telling myself think... the story that you don't care. That's why I have to stop telling myself the story you don't care. Right. But they do care. Right. Um, so that's what I was thinking about. I just care differently. That. I am, a, I'm one of those folks, like, I chill hard and I work hard. And so, and that chill hard can come. So I laugh when I said, you know, watch Netflix for four hours because I will do that. Like if I'm just going to binge on a show for a second, because I am, I do a lot of solitude, you know, I guess not having children. I have a husband who works outside of the home. And so I spend a lot of time by myself and it gives me a lot of time to just think through things. And so I can think through something and I'm listening to music or I'm watching television and I'll have a whole like master plan that'll come from that whole time. My body's at rest. I'm not in fight or flight. I'm able to just kind of chill. And when I give myself that time, everything else I put my hands to people like, man, Akeem, that's amazing. But I'm like, I'm not like this 24 by seven, but when it's time to work hard and get things done, I'm at my top like game because I've also chilled and relaxed and had a nutritious meal and I've worked out like I've done I'll do things we're like oh you living in la la land no but when I'm in la la floating I do I I am just a believer of rest and relaxation but it's not always once things accomplished that's not my mo because I'll be like "Mm, I can gauge how much time I'm going to need to get something done so if I need to reclaim it on the front end I will do that so I'm a little Mm -hmm. different in that respect so I may resonate a little bit more with your husband's where it's like Oh, I'm going to chill here and then I'll recap on the end or, and I can flip that if I need to. So it's a little, little different for me. 
I don't know if we want her on the show no more. No, I'm kidding. I want to put my stuff to bed. I say all the time, is the baby's diaper changed, yes. fed, burped? Is it is it swaddled? Then put it to bed. What do you think that's Put it from? to bed. I, I know no a lot idea. of times I'll ask my husband something. Love you, honey. I'll ask my <laughs> husband something. I'm like, can you do X, Y, and Z? He'd be like, oh, okay. And then like 35, 45, 50 minutes have gone by. Yeah. And as you, I'm telling myself, he did hear me. Settle down. Settle down. He said he was going to do it. Yeah. But, like, what you waiting on? Yeah. Like, Maybe that should be our care. resolution. We've already established that. Care. Maybe that should be our resolution for 2020. Like, to be more patient, maybe. Just allow. And, and I really, I try, but it does not stop the internal dialogue. Of no, the, it doesn't. No. Because yeah. it'll be a full-fledged hey, on conversation whole thing, whole thing. with parts assigned yeah. and everything. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, because I don't scripts understand. Written, huh? Scripts written, yeah. well, emotions, said, reaction, and right. he said exactly. And I know I asked him, but mm-hmm. I'm like, when you, when, when, typically, and I don't even think it's just with him. I think if most people, again, I'm just very service oriented in nature, and it, you know, be, before even being a mother, you know, I think that amplifies it to like the mm-hmm. hundredth degree. Mm-hmm. But I think even before then, I was just always, you know, wanting to be there for friends and family, and when someone asks something of me. If it's something within my power to do pretty much like immediately, I, I would have, I, I would do it. And so of course, you know, now just having to juggle a few other things, I can't always, right. you know, do things at people's beck and call, but particularly with, you know, my nucleus, you know, if they are in need of something, I typically will respond pretty instantly. And then my husband has pointed out on occasion that has aided in the children's impatientness when they then go ask oh, him for something. Okay. And then the same 35, <laughs> 45, 50 minutes that I'm waiting for something, yeah. you know, they may say, well, daddy, can I get a snack? Mommy's not around. You know, mommy's not mm-hmm. home. And yeah, we're okay. going to die. He will not feed us. <laughs> he doesn't care. No, I'm playing. Right. Did I, get a, did I get a text? Mom, can I get a cookie? Where's your father? Right. Oh, I asked him, what did he say? He said, yeah, but he's still, you know, and I'm just kind of like, okay, so yeah, I, I mean, I guess I could learn to be, be a bit more patient. But that part of my brain just does not understand. If it's something that would take you three minutes to do and get it out the way, <laughs> like why we would... have some control issues here <laughs> on the sea work? So... I'm like, just no, no, no. get it out the way. Get it out the but way. But I understand, you know, they, they process very differently. They think very differently. Um, but, you know, you at the end of the day, you realize, okay, you know, they do love us. It's, it's, it's not a love issue. No, it's not. It really is just, um, you know, things are just not, they just not, they don't need to be it's so expedient. <laughs> and it's a good life lesson for the kids. Right. That when you, some people are going to respond like this and some people are going to respond like that. Right. You'll be fine. You will survive. I'll be in the middle of doing some work and the little one, mommy, can I get an apple? I'm like, okay, I'll say what I'm doing. I'll get up and go cut an apple. Whereas daddy asks all right give me a minute but that minute turns into <laughs> Much 45 <laughs> minutes and it's not because he don't want to give him a snack he's got 15 other things on his mind i get so mm-hmm. but it does but like when you when you want what you want it's like yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i'm probably and i'm probably that way about my own stuff too <laughs> i want what i want right so i don't understand why we're not moving along right get that done <laughs> So on that note, guys, we just want to make sure that you are fully aware of making your New Year's goals, make your resolutions, no matter what you call them, no matter when you start them, if it's January 1st or June 1st, just make sure that you have a plan that you are setting out to accomplish and that you have a means to evaluate those things. So any final tips, ladies? 
Um, I mean, listen, this whole podcast has been a whole word, so <laughs> I'm not going to add anything else. This has been amazing. Yeah, I agree. I, I would agree. say take that word, Danita shared, responsibility. Make this your year to be responsible. And until next time, we'll see you later. Peace. Bye.